0: You didn't have to clap. I told you that three times. <laughs> he
1: just likes he to clap. Said he Let not clap. Listen.
0: That's all right. It's close enough. Well, welcome to the Cosmic Pirate Podcast, episode twenty-four. I have here to my right, Dennis Bonaducci. Good evening, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you. It's great <laughs> to be here. We got Cindy on and Roger on. How are you guys doing tonight?
2: Mom.
1: very good. Mom. Very good.
0: All right. Welcome back to another episode. So without further ado, <laughs> we're gonna what are we gonna talk about? Some news items, uh, and some funny animal facts or amazing animal facts or something like that, I think we had. Uh, well, let's start with some news. Raj? Cindy, you got some news? News. Raj? Cindy? No, Cindy, Raj? Go ahead, Raj, start one off.
2: Oh, uh, let's see. Which one do we okay, well how about the cereal box typo that sends callers to phone sex line?
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kids going to a phone sex line?
2: Yeah, apparently there was a phone number on the uh, back of the package. You know, call in if you have any comments, questions, and whatnot. And it was uh, printed incorrectly. So every time somebody called that number, they got a phone sex line.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. That is terrible. But now... That's scarred minds. I'm telling you, it starts young.
2: Here's the name of the company they were supposed to reach. The Golden Temple of Oregon. But when they called that number, they would get a recording that says, Do you love sex? Isn't that why you called?
1: <laughs>
2: oh,
0: jeez. No, the, I just I wanted you, to know about my cereal. I bet your parents were up in arms about that. Uh, I'd imagine they were. Did they just have to change it or did they get fined or something? It was Was that a typo that cost the company money?
2: Well, it would have cost the money when they had to uh,
0: reprint recall, all, the mm.
2: all the products. Was well, apparently they didn't. That's true. They weren't able to recall them all. Hmm. Well, or may- all or maybe it purchase. was
1: on purpose, and they had some kickback going to the uh, the one nine hundred number.
2: Oh yeah, the golden oh, the Temple box has got their own was- <laughs> sex line going. <laughs> I'm sure. I- hey, you the never box know.
0: Company was getting kickbacks from the nine hundred company. Never know. I just throw it on there.
2: Yeah, so that's like one way calling to get a, the Golden Temple sex line.
0: That's one way to get a <laughs> hell of a load of phone calls in quick, you know? Uh yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a kickback. Just make it a misprint. Now you can't something like that wouldn't hide in uh in the company. something like that wouldn't work. What the hell am I talking about? I have no idea. If you don't then I don't. Hey Roger, do you know what I'm drinking tonight?
2: Uh you already I'm, called me it was a number nine Magic Cat.
0: Well yeah, that was the first one. Oh! Uh, oh no, that was the second one. The third one is uh, a high PA high magic PA? hat, magic hat high PA. It's a it's a India Pale Ale, and it's very uber hoppy. I mean, I'd
2: imagine.
0: Wow, that's a good beard, oh man. Okay, um, Cindy, you got what do you got for news?
1: I have some news from uh, a couple days ago. This is about a JetBlue employee who gets uh, locked in the baggage compartment on a flight from New York <gasps> to Boston. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did he have a couple of boxes of cereal with him?
1: Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> never mind. You never know, maybe. A couple boxes. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh apparently JetBlue's investigating how one of its employees wound up in a cargo bin <laughs> from a flight from New York to Boston. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh man! What did he do? Fall asleep in there?
1: Well, it's interesting that you guessed that because apparently he did.
0: <laughs> well, this is a practical joke. He fell asleep, and his friends put him in there in the no. cargo hold and, and let him go.
1: It, you know, I don't, th- I don't think so. It just says that uh he was discovered by baggage at Logan International Airport after the plane landed. um he told police that he became accidentally locked in the uh, the luggage compartment after falling asleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you go in there to sleep? God, he must be a sound sleeper. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, but doesn't it get cold in those things, or is that just in the um I, I in like the wheel with the wheel area where, where like you hear about the stowaways who, the cargo who like
1: I would think it be pretty cold there. on the
0: landing gear, and then they freeze to death. I don't right. Know. You've heard about no, that.
2: Well, the, you've been uh, watching too much Con Air. Cargo hold <laughs> has to be. You know, air conditioned in some way because that's where they put animals.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Plus, people could have uh, maybe liquids in their bags, right? If
2: yeah, they're allowed yeah. to
0: transport some. That's so, true. well, well right. you don't need in, in
2: to... small quantities in clear plastic bags, maybe.
0: Well, well, no. On some flights, you're allowed to check uh, bags. No, no, for carry on. For right. carry on, yeah. I, anyway. Yeah, th- yeah, that was that's
1: pretty much it. I mean, uh, basically, they they let him go once they figured out he wasn't you know, trying to do something bad.
0: <laughs> right. Like get a free flight. He was wearing, he was wearing the air, the uh, the uniform from yeah. the airport he came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm an employee. But but you know the- Now, my question is, did he have
2: to pay for his return flight?
1: I don't know. Good question. doesn't <laughs> no, say. No, they just,
0: they, just, they just left him on the cargo hold and he flew back. It's
1: like, hey, man, <laughs> you're, you're going back where you came from.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's going to be the new uh, low-cost flying. it would be like strap hangers on the subway. They'll just hang straps, and you got to hold on.
0: I, did you hear about the kid that got uh, that stowed away, like in the in the? He climbed up the landing gear into the landing gear hold, or, or I don't know what the hell they call it—the landing gear, uh, you know, section of the plane—and mm. and. Uh, and he was—he survived. I've heard of people freezing to death in that area. Yeah. But he uh, he managed to survive. I guess he was bundled up and and whatever. But that's just... That's, I mean, it gets cold at 30,000 feet. Yeah. A little bit.
2: I'd imagine. Uh, air gets kind of thin, too.
0: Yeah. So what else we got?
2: Well, how about the teacher that duct taped the student to the chair?
1: <laughs> oh... That is not good. You can't
0: even give a a student a little friendly pat on the shoulder nowadays. Apparently
2: here in Florida, you can duct tape him to chairs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Only only in Florida. (laughs) Uh,
2: What happened? uh, I'm sure she got trouble for it. Well, it just says here that an unruly kid in Manatee County was really getting on the teacher's nerves, according to BradentonHerald.com. Finally, the teacher threatened to tape him to his chair if he got out of, out of it one more time. The boy <laughs> got out of his chair, so the teacher <laughs> took him to the hallway and bound the boy's lower legs, thighs and shoulders and arms, according to the sheriff's report.
0: Oh, that's great. That'll learn you.
2: The teacher well, then you... stuck the tape to the chair and carried the boy and the chair back into the classroom. Uh, That'll fix his arse. The teacher then asked if the boy would stay in his chair. The boy said yes. The teacher removed the tape and resumed class. Now the teacher who has been placed on leave Is being investigated on child abuse charges
0: uh, Of oh, course geez, Child yeah. abuse You know Please. what you had an unruly kid Who deserved to be taped to his damn chair And the parents are all up in arms Because they can't take the initiative And teach their own son a lesson oh, it's, it, it annoys me Yeah that is annoying It starts at home And you get parents who are all up in arms But you know what folks There are, There are bad apples out there In the teaching profession but there are some very good teachers but you know what we got a we got a buttload of lousy kids out there with with issues that start at home you know mm-hmm. and the yep. teachers got to deal with the teachers have to deal with the garbage that the parents send them mm-hmm. seriously
1: yep well absolutely I, I have to i have to share that i have duct taped a kid before
0: okay please tell
1: <laughs> no this was a few years ago uh <laughs> This was actually, it was one one of our family reunions. Um, Everybody went somewhere and I was kind of in charge of just hanging out with some (laughs) juvenile uh, kids of cousins of mine. Delinquents? Well, it was, no, it was kind of funny because, no, these were boys. They were probably, I don't know, one was probably like 11. The other was (laughs) like 14. And they were Mm. getting a little out of hand. I'm like, you know what, just cool it. Well, we're going to do this and we're going to, you know, they were just being really, really wise asses. And I said, you know what? You better just cool it. Or I'm just, I, literally, I'm, I said, I'm going to duct tape you to this cabin right now. Like, yeah, right. You wouldn't do that. Like, you, you want to bet? <laughs> so, guess, I guess what I did? I did. I got the duct tape out and I duct taped the kid to the post of the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> And the parents pulled up and they thought it was funny.
0: How long was how long was you left duct taped to the post?
1: It wasn't too long. Maybe, you know, 20 minutes or
0: so. 20 minutes? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's a long ass time to be Holy duct taped to something.
1: Like, hey, man, don't test me. I'm in charge here. Don't, don't screw around. It was no, a, you know what? Did he learn it, his lesson? It was a joke. I didn't hurt him. He was just kind of pushing. I said, Hey, don't push me, man. So you know what? It was it was good. I think it turned out well.
0: He was he <laughs> was pushing. You're so optimistic. He was pushing buttons. Um
1: It was all in fun.
0: Did uh, did he learn a lesson? Did he apologize to you for being well, a wise ass?
1: No, he actually got really upset when I didn't let him go right away. Right. So I just I let him Get a little teary-eyed. Let him
0: him hang up there a little longer.
1: I let him get a little teary-eyed first, and then I cut the duct tape. (laughs)
2: You know, if that would have happened to me, and I said to my mother, oh, she duct taped me, my mother would have said, well, you must have deserved it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what his mom said.
0: (laughs) What the hell did you do? Yeah. Yeah, when she came (laughs) back, she's
1: like, well, yeah, what did you do that made her, uh, you know, tie you up there? So there was no problem. <laughs> hey, sometimes, sometimes but, but, you, you got to do what you got to do.
0: I feel bad for some teachers nowadays because teachers can't even console a child. No. If a child is distraught, uh, crying, mm. upset about something, you have to be very careful. You have to know, like if you're a te- the type of teacher who's very involved and you know the children and you know the parents of certain children, you can kind of, you know, console a child and, and at least, you know, put a hand on their shoulder and that kind of thing. Mm. But if you don't know the parents and you don't know the child, you can't do that because uh next thing you know, the parents are coming in, filing charges that you you know, touch their child inappropriately or something. I mean, it can all get blown out of proportion.
1: Yeah, it's really ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. Back in the good old days, man, when I was in school, the teacher could smack a ruler on your desk and you're like, oh, crap, I better shut up. <laughs> you got it. You got the message. And yep. you didn't go home and say to mom and dad, oh, she smacked a ruler on my desk. If I, if I said, she smacked a ruler on my desk, my dad would have said, well, fine, what the hell did you do?
2: I was being a butthead.
0: Like, you get the point. You know you're being an idiot. and What do you expect? The teacher's going to get pissed at you. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, next.
2: News item? Anybody? Well, how about the woman that had to call 911 because she was locked in her car?
1: Oh, I read about that. That was hilarious.
2: <laughs> how the heck do you lock yourself in the car?
1: Stupidity.
2: Well, electric door locks, and there was no power. So she calls nine one one. No power. Yeah, apparently she couldn't pull on the uh, knob that unlocks the door.
0: What the heck was that? <laughs> what before. happened? The uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. The timer. I have a light in the front living room here.
2: Jesus, that's good. It's on grabbing. a timer.
0: And it just, it just the, damn the timer just went out, so the lights went off in the room. We're sitting here in the in the dark with the computer lights, but that's fine. I
2: thought the world was coming Ugh. to the end. Well, it's relaxing. As she, as she was on the uh, phone with uh, the the nine one one dispatcher, the dispatcher tells her, "You know, pull up on the knob." She goes, "Okay, I'll try." And then she says, <laughs>
0: "Yeah, I got the door open." Oh Jesus, you are <laughs> kidding me! <laughs> no, no. I,
1: I read that. That was great.
0: They're always yeah. able to be pulled up manually.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, apparently she didn't know that, and she was getting nervous because it was getting quite hot.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, she called 911. Yes. <laughs> Good.
1: Oh, wait. Did you hear about the lady that
2: called 911? Because I guess it was like she went through the drive through McDonald's, and they didn't have her chicken nuggets or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard about yeah. that. Did you hear? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, she had already paid, and then they told her that they didn't have her chicken McNuggets, so she called
0: 911. That was an emergency. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, I saw that. That was an emergency, huh? Yeah. Oh, crap.
1: A chicken well, nugget I have, emergency. I have, an interesting,
0: I have a personal, I think, unnecessary 911 call. Uh, My ex- ex-wife and I were here in the house, and the cats woke me up. I hear the cats. You know that noise cats make, Roger, when they're aggravated, like, grumbly noise?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I
0: wake up and I hear this noise. What the hell is that? And this moaning noise. I'm like, what the hell is that? I come out into the landing upstairs and I see Dusty and Christina sitting on the, on the stairwell, just like making that angry noise. They've never done that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I hear the front door moving. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I kind of come downstairs and I'm listening by the door. I thought it was wind or something and then i hear like <laughs> movement against the door like something's brushing against it and the door like moves like somebody's trying to push it in i'm like what the hell so i glance i turn on the outside light and i and i pull the curtain aside and I look outside and there is a guy a man sleeping at the foot of my door sleeping <laughs> at my, oh uh, my at my God. door on the welcome mat and I just shut the light off again. First I thought it was a bunch well, of, of clothes. Of course he was on
2: the welcome mat. Yeah. If First would <laughs> be too uncomfortable on the concrete. He must have been
0: he was drunk and walking home and he decided to pass out here. Um so <laughs> That's awesome. I flicked the light out real quick, thinking I don't want to wake this guy up. I go upstairs yeah. and and uh, and I tell Krista, There's a guy sleeping on our front door. She gets up, all panicky. Call nine one one. Call. I'm like, I'm not gonna call. Why call nine one one? She calls nine one one. I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, yeah, it's kind of weird, but is it an emergency like that? Couldn't I just open the door and say, "Hey, buddy, get out of here"?
2: Yeah, but you don't know if he has like a
0: True. knife or I, gun yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess you never know. You never know. But I mean, it was a little freaky. I'm sure you couldn't live the live another day without knowing that story.
2: Oh
1: no. So, so what happened then?
0: Uh, the cops came, woke him up, and he, and he honestly, he, the cop, one cop came in and talked to us, and I felt like a total white mm. trash. Like I was on freaking like an episode of Cops or something. i was sitting there in my pajamas, with my shirt off. I'm like, uh, came downstairs and saw the guy on my doorstep, and she called 911. <laughs> you know? Jeez. And, um, and the guy's outside going, I didn't mean to freak out these people, man. I'm just sleeping. You know? I'm like, well, pull up a bush, you know? Don't sleep in my doorstep. Pull up a bush. <laughs> like, it's going to be any warmer on my doorstep next to, like, a bush in my yard.
1: Well, yeah, change, little... your, change your doormat so it doesn't say welcome.
0: Yeah, or, well, yeah. yeah. It says go away. I think some sort the of letters were faded out and looked like bed, you know? All yeah.
2: Right. Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, he was just some guy. He was, like, from, like, West Milford or something. He was walking home from a bar. It's like, dude, you got a long way to go if you're walking to West Milford. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what else?
2: Well, how you about just... the guy that didn't realize he's been shot? 24-year-old man in Fort Pierce heard a loud pop. He thought it sounded like a firecracker. And someone pointed out that his foot was bleeding.
0: Oh!
2: That's oh, when he Jesus. looked down and realized the pain in his foot was from a gunshot
0: wound. Oh, damn. Oh, it must have been like, holy crap, That's that's bizarre. Jeez. Maybe he was in that moment where he felt something but wasn't sure what it was and kind of just wasn't painful enough to realize something had happened.
2: I guess. I don't know.
0: Maybe it was a sniper. Remember was crazy sniper cases from like the supermarkets and stuff? How did that get you all scared up for a while, right? You're walking out of the, the – uh, I, I did. I thought a couple of times walking out of the supermarket thinking, oh, my gosh, I better get to the truck quick. I don't want to be cut down, you know? Yeah. When those stories were hitting the news, that freaks you out a little bit. Thanks, mass yeah. media, for, for creating mass terror in the United States.
2: <laughs> well, that's their job, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's true, Raj. You got that right.
2: True dat, true dat.
0: No no, no. news is good good news when you watch the news.
2: Okay, well, I got another one that's uh, similar to the past one there. There's a Colorado Springs man that coughs up a inch-long nail. Now, Frank right. Sanchez says he doesn't recall any serious hammer and nail mishaps in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd remember okay.
1: that. <laughs> I think I'd remember that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, how to get into it, Doctors there, Frank?
2: administering an MRI on the 72-year-old Colorado man last month abro- abruptly stopped the exam to tell him there seemed to be something metallic in his face.
0: In right his after the MRI. <laughs>
2: right after the MRI, Sanchez coughed up an inch-long nail. Okay. His doctor told television station KKTV in Colorado Springs that the nail might have been embedded there as long as 30 years. Right. MRI's magnetic force apparently dislodged the nail, causing Sanchez to cough it up.
0: Oh, Sanchez get out says out of he town. can't
2: remember ever using a nail like that.
1: How can that be?
0: Get I'll out of I'll be frame that it, he possible? said. Wow. He, what did he say?
2: I'll probably frame it.
0: Possibly. Who said that it could be there for 30 years? The doctor. How would he know?
2: Well, he's Jeez. just saying it could have been there 30 years. I mean, he could have said it could have been there 25 years. He's just apparently pulling a number out of a head.
0: But how do you not feel like something there? Like, wow, I got this, something in my throat here. I think there's something wrong. Where does well, a nail hide uh, out in your throat that doesn't and it doesn't go down all the way?
2: Well, apparently uh, if you get shot with a nail, it apparently doesn't hurt because it's not the first time this has happened. Don't you remember about a year ago, there was a guy that shot himself with a nail gun?
0: Thought oh, he had a toothache?
2: God. No. God! toothache. This guy even wound up on, like, uh, Leno and Letterman and whatnot. Where did he shoot himself?
0: Through the face?
2: Well, apparently, the uh, nail went in through his mouth and went up into, like, his sinus cavity.
0: What? Good the? God. Oh well, <laughs> first of all, practice a little more safety while you're nailing stuff. What the hell but, is he trying to morph. nail?
1: But how do you not know that's there?
2: Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't
0: that
2: understand was, that. That was my question. He was telling his girlfriend that he's got a toothache. She told him to go to the dentist. <laughs> to he went say. to the dentist. He's like, "No, you got a nail in your head, man. You got to go to the hospital." <laughs> but, oh my and god. And it doesn't
0: bleed? Did he like notice, "Oh, it must just be my teeth bleeding?" I mean, what the hell?
1: Who knows. Jeez. That
0: is crazy. And you're Sick. lucky that it didn't like go somewhere and, and and puncture an artery or something, you know? Yeah. Um this old guy—they think he might have gotten shot. It might have landed in his mouth do- after a nail gun incident, or or a, a hammer. incident. Well, it doesn't incident? say
2: how, but it would have to be something like mm. that.
0: I think the guy sleepwalks. He went down to his garage. He, he tried to himself. Hey, I
2: wonder what happens if I stick this nail gun in my mouth.
0: <laughs> God, I've always wanted to try that. God, um, what about the guy? Who cut his hand off with a circular saw or a chop saw right what and he was working in so in a garage on a pro on a house somewhere, and there was nobody home. He was by himself, and he cut his hand off with a chop saw and instead of wrapping a tourniquet and calling on one one or something or, or trying to get help, he proceeds to attempt to kill himself by shooting himself repeatedly in the head with a nail gun.
2: yeah, I remember hearing about that one. <laughs>
0: Instead of getting help, I pain, just can't live without my hand. <laughs> the pain was so unbearable that he was trying to kill himself. Oh God! I would have been running Thank outside God. frantically. I would have tried. I would have tried to stop the bleeding, and I don't know what I want. Maybe I would have passed out. I don't know, but I would not have tried to kill myself. Jeez! You know, that is crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: Talk about a sharp wit, huh, Raj? Uh,
1: people are crazy. <laughs> So, uh, I have more stories. Have you ever ordered pizza from uh, a pizzeria in the Bronx?
0: No, but I ordered one tonight from uh, pizzeria in uh, Butler.
1: Okay, that's well, close enough. If well, not, not, <laughs> it started not, with a B. <laughs> apparently not, because unless you found some uh, white powder as an extra in your pizza box, then oh. <laughs> yes.
2: I'd like a large pie with uh, extra cheese and crack cocaine, please.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a pizzeria in the Bronx that uh, they got busted because they were delivering a side order of cocaine with their pizzas and calzones. Nice. Takeout orders of up to forty thousand dollars worth of cocaine in the pizza boxes. Excellent.
2: <laughs> that adds a whole new meaning to a pizza and a coke, man. A pizza and a coke.
1: Pizza and a coke, please. Uh.
2: No coke. Pepsi. <laughs>
1: It says uh, uh, not all their sales were delivered to local customers. Some customers actually came as far away as Connecticut for special takeout pizza from this place. <laughs> hey, well,
2: that's some good pizza. That's
1: there, was a, there
0: was a That was a, a uh, transaction location, huh? Yeah. I get okay. it now. I'm such an idiot.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> well,
2: I'm glad you said that.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so.
2: Right. Okay. I got one that should have come up before, but I had too many uh, windows open. But there's a, a 911. Call. Is it warm
0: down there, Raj?
2: Yeah, it was beautiful today, actually.
0: That's why I got the windows open. And the rain open?
2: finally stopped. No, I don't have the windows open. I was going to open them because I was a little gassy before.
0: Well, you said you had a bunch oh, of windows lovely. open.
2: Oh. Uh, that one went right over my head. I was trying to be funny. But anyway, this woman called 911 over. 911 over? No. She called <laughs> 911 over beer. <laughs> Being pulled out of her hand.
0: That was me. I pulled. What's one the of these nine one one calls for these stupid?
1: Oh, uh, that one. Yes. That one almost seems valid. I mean, somebody took her beer.
0: Yeah, you take my beer. I'm calling. I'm nine one one. If you survive, <laughs> if you survive after taking yeah. my beer, I'll call nine one one.
2: A woman who called police because her roommate took her beer out of her hand early Thursday morning ended up in handcuffs, according to Tampa (laughs) Police. That's great. Uh, We'll leave the woman's name out, but she called police at 2.30 a.m. Thursday. When they arrived, she was drinking a 40-ounce bottle of Bud Light. Oh, of course. She told police officers she hadn't called them. She then admitted she consumed six 16-ounce beers and planned to drink more. Officers assured her she had called and left. She called 911 again at 2.46 a.m. to ask why officers arrived at her house and complained that she had never called them before. I called y'all about five or six hours ago. I called (laughs) y'all. Because a drug deal was going down, she slurred. the operator assured Cavett she had just called ten minutes ago. (sighs) The same officers arrived at her apartment to warn about misusing the 911 system. Call again without an emergency and you'll be arrested, they told her. After the police left, she called again at three oh two AM and told the uh nine one operator, Come arrest me. And they did.
0: Oh. <laughs> Jesus
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh God.
0: There is uh-huh. there's just too many of those types of people in the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a reason the show like Cops uh is so easy yeah, but to do. Why take. are they all in Florida? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, <laughs> Uh, trust me, we got our share in this area too. We have our share in the Garden State. Why do they call it Garden State? You know what is funny? I had uh, I had some company uh, in the state from out of state. And uh, they were like, we're driving them through the, uh, you know, woodsy area of Jersey. And they're like, wow, it's so pretty up here. We thought like New Jersey was just all city and concrete. I'm like, pick up a map, you know, <laughs> take a look
2: uh pick up a map and learn how to read it
0: yeah do you agree roger uh yeah how can someone be even if you're out of state how can you think that new jersey that newark new jersey when you fly into the airport is all that new jersey is get a clue that's all i'm saying
1: i have had a lot of people say the same thing to me
0: look at any bit of geography you know
2: uh, i mean Well, think about it. How can any state from border to border be nothing but city?
0: Yeah. Why would they call it the Garden State if it was friggin' all Newark? I mean, give me, give it, give give it a rest. You know, and and people, people say, people say, well, New York, New New Jersey is the most densely populated state because there's there's over a thousand people per square mile. Uh, okay, that's an average figure. Yeah. That's what they call an average. you could have two people per square mile in some spots of new jersey you could you could have a thousand you could have a hundred and you could have ten thousand per square mile in some parts of new jersey there are densely populated areas and there are less densely populated areas but people don't understand figures and and, uh understand looking at data in that way you know what i mean
2: yeah but the weird thing is if you talk to these same people and ask them about New York. Well, naturally, the first thing that comes to mind is going to be New York City. Right. But then they'll mm-hmm. mention stuff like the Catskills or uh, Niagara Falls. No, why would New York have wooded areas like that, and not the state mm. right next to it?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's just people being close-minded.
0: Y'all. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And hearing the stupid
2: is... jokes about New Jersey. What exit?
0: What exit? <laughs> what exit? <laughs> God. <laughs> She couldn't get enough red ants on her ass. I'm telling you, I was in the, I was in St. Kitts one year and we were on a catamaran trip and we stopped on Nevis and there was a lady on the catamaran trip. You see, we get off the catamaran in Nevis and you, you wait ashore and you go and you, you get food. They have everything all laid out for you. You go up to the bar, you get some, you get a beer, you go grab a plate of food and you go sit down and eat your food while you're on, while you're off the catamaran there. And mm. you're taking a break, you know. And so I'm making small talk with this lady, and and she's like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, we're from New Jersey." What exit? Oh, I'm like, God. I'm like, "What do you mean, what exit?" Because I knew what she was talking about, but I'm not. There is no exit for where I am. It's like it's it's Route 80, lady. And then you get 46 and 23. You know? what a complete but bet. she's like, what exit? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, what exit off the parkway? I'm like, well, you you, uh, you really can't get to my house directly from the parkway. What do you mean? What do I mean? I live yeah. like 20 miles from the parkway. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, I thought everybody lived off the parkway. What is New Jersey, a, ch- a narrow channel with just one road going up through it? Yeah. People have this concept in their head. But there were red ants all around this one area of the sand. And she stood up real fast. She's like, "Oh, I guess one had bit her ass cheek or something." Because they were, and, she, and we looked on the log she was sitting on. They were like red ants crawling along the log and stuff. I was like, "Ah, oh. justice at last!" I was gonna say, "I think, I think oh they God. call that justice." Yeah, sweet justice. Great. What exit? So, uh, well, we got. Uh, you guys have any more stuff? Is Cindy had some cool animal facts, and I want to get into those, but I actually have to get a new beer because I'm empty. We can do this. I have, I have okay. another story before
1: the animal facts. All right. I, I thought it was very interesting. I, I don't know if you guys have heard this because it's really hard for me to believe.
0: Oh, I'm, still <laughs> trying to, I'm still trying to breathe, let alone believe. Go ahead.
1: Uh, there's this company that has created the world's first flying hotel.
0: Flying hotel?
1: It's the largest helicopter ever produced and there's 18 luxury guest rooms and even a spa.
0: How can that be?
1: I I don't understand it. it this is the hotel helicopter is modeled after the Soviet made helicopter MILV-12. Okay. There were only two prototypes of this ever made and the founders of the company bought one in 2004. The original prototype had its first flight in Russia in 1968, and still holds several flight records, according to a statement from the Hotelicopter helicopter company.
0: Hotelicopter? helicopter. I know. Hysterical. <laughs> I
1: know. Once the hotel helicopter has taken off, guests can take advantage of some of the over-the-top amenities offered, including a jacuzzi, live music, art gallery, yoga studio, Japanese garden, blackjack table. Uh, oh my God. Yeah.
0: What's the ticket uh- cost? And it doesn't say. It doesn't say. It's got to be in the millions. Hundreds of thousands, anyway.
1: I would think so. But how can I have 18 guest rooms?
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got some bad news for you. What's that? Uh oh. Millions of web users fall for the Hotelicopter April Fool. Oh!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent!
1: <laughs> I love it!
2: <laughs> well,
1: well, now it all makes sense. No, all right, good.
2: A viral email clip appears to show a Russian-made MIL-V-12 being used as the first-ever flying hotel I love it. The spoof it. advertisement.
0: Good. That is hysterical. That is a great part for the podcast, Roger That
1: is perfect.
0: Thanks for bringing that in
1: as you're reading
2: this, I'm going. No, it can't be. It's impossible. I Let know. Let do a search on this. I want to see it.
1: That's what I'm thinking. That's why I had to. That's why I had to bring it up. I'm like how the hell can this be? I don't know how you
0: eat those. This is like I don't know how you eat those. He doesn't like the wasabi peas. <laughs> God, I love these things. Oh, they're addict. They're so addictive they could almost kill you. God, my tongue is on fire. My nasal passage is on fire. So why do you continue eating them? I can them? breathe great, but my nose is running.
2: Oh. I got such a sinus headache right now.
0: Oh, God. Wow. Okay. So we just had the, the hotelicopter. April Fool's gag. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, Roger to the rescue.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Now, do
0: we got more news items before we get to animal facts? Oh. oh, God, that is brutal. Wow.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: I'm asking for trouble because I eat these things like five and six at a time. Oh, they're wonderful.
2: I don't know how the hell you eat Oh, my God. Things. They're nasty.
0: This is an unbelievable experience. Being able to breathe in so much pain yet feeling so good. Mm, wonderful. <laughs> Excellent. Exhilarating. <laughs> Excellent. I think my tongue is dead. And so, oh, God, I got to the powdery stuff. Can
2: you do me a favor? A good, yeah. Stop eating them until we're done with the podcast.
0: <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, animal facts? Got some good ones? Or, or do we have any more news stuff?
1: I have no more news.
0: God, I want more of those wasabi peas. Um what I'm uh, what I'm thinking is uh, we could do some animal facts and then uh, call it a night. So, uh, Cindy said she had a bunch of animal facts. Well,
1: I have, oh, just have a couple. Have you ever heard of a bird that's called uh, a great tit?
0: What? A, a great, great tit? Tit? Uh, no. Yeah. Like, like a breast?
1: Yeah, I have never heard of that until now. Okay, this bird is called a great tit. Well and actually I pulled up a picture of it. It's
2: very pretty. I've never heard of the great tit but I've heard of a a tit mouse.
0: Oh, I've <laughs> heard of that. A great tit well, bird.
1: Yeah, the bird is called a great tit.
0: And why is so that? Anyway,
1: I, I honestly don't know why it's called that. It's uh it's a very pretty bird. It's it's quite large actually. Pretty bird. But uh anyway, <laughs> the the <laughs> <pretty> bird <laughs> the the fact that it was interesting is that uh, uh bird produces its waste in enclosed sacks that it later removes from its nest.
0: I, I, I'm sorry, it does what?
1: <laughs> it, produces its, it, <laughs> it produces its waste in, in enclosed sacks.
0: Its waste? It li- yeah. Like, is it poop?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It produces its waste in enclosed sacks that it later removes from its nest. So the average, the average great tit removes approximately five hundred sacks of manure from its nest each week.
0: Wow, a lot of shit. And does that, and, and, and <laughs> That's definitely
1: where, a lot. Of shit. And where
0: does maybe that, it should have been called a great shit? <laughs> and where does that where does that bird then deposit said waste sacks?
1: I don't know.
0: I mean because that that's fertilizer for something that's got to be going to good use naturally speaking.
1: That's a lot of sex crap. How many a week? 500.
0: 500 a week. That's yeah. 100 a, that's well that's under 100 a day but I mean that's
1: That's a lot.
0: That's 49 what? 70 a day, right? Yeah. Over 70 a day.
1: <laughs> You're that's back a lot of poop. How do peas. you eat
0: so how does a bird how is this a big bird?
1: It is a pretty big bird, actually. It's uh, not tall, but it's um, it has a, like a big body.
0: Okay, but how you have to find out how how big each sack is because that will help us. Yeah, it us. doesn't say. That will help us because if it's a big bird, it produces small sacks. I could see that, 70 a day. Mm. That's a regular bird.
1: Interesting, though, that it, it like bags its crap. And then it bags its bag. crap.
0: But it's in like a natural <laughs> sack. It, or where does it get a sack? What is this? Is it like Is it like its poop comes out in a sack And it just keeps it there Or does it go get a sack and poop in the sack You know what I'm saying Does it go find something to make a sack out of And poop into the sack Because that's a lot of manufacturing then You hardly have any time to eat and make poop If you're going to be making sacks all day You know It's got to be its own sack It comes out in the membrane That bird is insane in the membrane.
2: Insane in the membrane.
0: (laughs) Okay. Talk about a deuce! That bird's dropping a thrice and a quadruple and a you know.
2: Here's here's a good quote. I'm I'm reading something here on the uh, Great Pit,
0: (laughs) and it it says it can be
2: quite aggressive at a bird table, fighting off smaller tits.
0: (laughs) But I mean, I mean. (laughs) Now, t- now, seriously, how convenient would it be if we could just, if, if, if our poop came out in a sack, we wouldn't have to, we could just like wing it over the wall. No muss, no fuss, right? Oh,
1: oh, sure. in New Jersey, though. You would have
0: people like stockpiling that stuff, though, in their house. They would like have like piles of, the cops would be like, a woman was found today with 50,000 sacks of her feces, which she neglected to uh, remove from her residence. You know, like you hear about the people with like, Five hundred cats, and they're like they have like a foot high worth of poop in the room. In a room, yeah. How do you let that happen? How do you let your house become overrun with stuff like that? Like you would have a woman letting her house become overrun with her own feces sacks. <laughs> you know?
2: Oh, did you hear about that? That lady in Chester Sorry, who had no like good? over eighty something cats
0: in her house? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I, just, I saw yeah.
2: that. Oh, is that what you were talking
0: about? Well, that's where I got yeah. that that oh, thought oh. from. Yeah, she had like there was like a foot worth of.
1: No, how do you? you like, kind of. It was. Two feet of cat feces. Yeah, I read that.
0: That can't be across the whole floor. That's gotta be like they found it in one area of the room. Does
2: she have like something uh, like eight inches of cat feces in the bathtub?
0: I don't know, man. That is wrong. There's a litter box. I have two cats. They use a litter box. How do you let these, how do you, first of all, let it get that out of hand without calling like the local shelter and saying, I got a problem here? Yeah. Or something like that.
1: I don't that's know. Nice. I just thought that was funny. All yeah, right. that's a I great
0: great great story. That is an impressive bird.
1: I have one that you're gonna want to edit out, but I have to this is just funny. Alright. It says when a lion wants to mate, he cannot be stopped. Uh copulation occurs every fifteen minutes for one week straight.
0: Good going. Ouch.
1: Luckily for lionesses, lions only want to mate once every two years.
0: But they're gonna go they're gonna go fifteen every fifteen minutes. For how long? For a week. Wow, gotta give oh. them, gotta give them some props.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, well, it takes them the two years to recover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm still crushing the okay. wasabi
1: <laughs> Yeah, we can hear you. Uh did you know that? that oh, um, so damn good. Roach, roaches, uh, their, their brain is not in their head.
0: I really vaguely remember hearing something about that. Is it located in their rectum?
1: Well, it just says, I don't know. I know know, some humans like that. Yeah, I bet you do.
0: Well, a Uh, roach would live for a week
2: after you cut its head off.
1: That's exactly it. It says the brain of a roach is located inside its body, so if it loses its head, it can live up to nine days. It's in the
0: thorax, I think.
1: Yeah. Isn't that wild?
2: It finally dies from starvation.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't right, have a they mouth. Die of to
1: starvation. Eat. Exactly.
0: <clears throat> um That is that is really cool. I do remember hearing something about that. And you think about it, the brain our brain controls our whole body, right?
2: Mm.
0: If we get our head lopped off, there's not gonna be any real function going on. But this thing can function and move, but it's like walking around going, Holy crap, I can't eat. This sucks.
2: <laughs> and it can't, and I can't, can't see. run away from the light either Right, I
0: can't see and I can't eat Somebody screwed me royally <laughs> You know, why the hell do they have to cut my head off? Too bad, I say That a cockroach can't regrow that head Within, uh, you know, a half an hour
2: Why, we got too many as it is You think so? Oh yeah
0: Okay I think maybe they can serve a purpose genetically I don't know Cockroach DNA uh, serv- I can't see how
1: cockroaches serve any
0: purpose Do cockroaches serve any purpose, uh, Cindy? We'll ask the scientists among us
1: Oh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, she's not a she's not a uh, entomologist. She is a uh, microbiologist, so. I
1: honestly have no idea. All right. This is I think
0: they're cool but not as cool as spiders. I love spiders. You... I want to buy one. I want to get it like a pet spider. What kind of spider? I don't know. I probably won't buy one. Uh... I would just... Brown Recluse? Oh, oh, yeah, sure, Raj. Yeah. I want my arm to fall off.
1: <laughs> L- like a big fuzzy one?
0: Like a tarantula?
1: Oh don't do that no. oh they're cool
0: tras are really cool and I think they're docile oh. if you're if they're handled correctly oh and gently they're fine mm. but uh no i have you keep it
1: in a cage or what
0: I have parsons <laughs> I would keep it in a in a like a fish tank type of thing I have parsons mm. spiders in in my house here they're really cool and they can get to like their legs will be almost they'll be as round like if they're if their legs are spread out and they're just hanging out they're about as big as a quarter. And uh, they're really cool looking. They have like a, this white stripe down their back that ends in like a little arrow pattern. They're called a parson spider because that white, like the vicar collar, you know. And Parsons what do they do? Do they bite you, minister? No, they don't. They don't. There's no poison. I'm sure they probably could bite, but I've never been bitten by one. But I, uh, I had one all of a sudden pop up one day when I was sitting on the dining. Room, uh, I wasn't on the dining room table, but I was, I was doing some stuff, typing something okay. on my computer on the dining room table. And I look to my right and all of a sudden this, this spider just comes walking up. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. So I go and I, get, <laughs> I got a clear bowl and put it down on top. I had I got a paper towel and had it walk onto the towel. And then I put a bowl on top of it so I could watch it for a while. They're really cool. I love spiders. I don't know why. But uh,
2: I got just- one. You have the Arctic tern that migrates from uh, Antarctic to the Arctic and back again every year. Wow. 32,000 kilometers. Holy. That's one hell of a migration.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute, how how far?
2: 32,000 kilometers. Think of it this way, from the top of
0: the Earth to the bottom of the Earth.
1: That's a long way.
0: Now, how do your arms not get tired? (laughs) They don't have arms. They have wings.
2: They take breaks, I mean... Mm -hmm. That's their main mode of tr- transportation. It'd be like saying, well, how do your legs not get tired walking a mile? I mean, it's basically the same thing. How do thing. you take a
0: break? You take breaks. How do they take breaks? Where do they fly? What What are their points? Do they, are they track?
2: You land on an island or something, or maybe they can float.
0: Well, you know what? You
2: know, What kind of bird? I mean, seagulls will just land in the water and just float there. What kind of bird was this? Arctic tern.
0: Ar- Arctic tern. Okay. That's awesome. You wow. know what? Thinking also that that maybe they have that they have this route that is handed down to them because of of what their ancestors have done. Right, mm-hmm. basically, they probably know where all the islands are to land anyway.
2: Hmm. You have to wonder what what makes them want to migrate like that. They like sit there in the
0: freezing cold and go, "Hmm, getting kind of warm. Maybe we should move on."
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that.
0: When I think about stuff like that. Lately, I think in terms of a benefit, there's got to be a benefit to that behavior or they wouldn't do it.
2: Oh, right. Because of course. it's
0: probably got something to do with food. Right. But, but there's, if, if it's part of the evolutionary process and, and like a natural selection, they've adopted this behavior because it works. Right. It's like, uh, you know, it was a beneficial trait and here they keep doing it because there hasn't been, to this date, a better option for him. Of course, I could be way wrong, because what the hell am I? I'm not an animal behaviorist. <laughs> I'm barely a Drew behaviorist. What the hell do I know? <laughs> Any more animal facts, or uh, are we going to call it a night tonight, guys?
2: I had enough for my night.
0: I think we have some good stuff. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out tonight. had a good time. We had a lot of good uh, funny news items and some good animal stuff there. Cindy and Roger, thanks for joining us from uh, from out of state on Skype. And uh, I had a
2: migraine all night.
0: Yeah, you were a little bit quiet over there. So that's it for this episode of the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. Join us next time. We'll be back. Get in touch with us at CosmicPirate at gmail.com or stop at Cosmic.MyEyes.net. That's Cosmic.M-Y-E-Y-E-Z.net or do a Google search for Cosmic Pirate Podcast and you'll find us. And send us your comments, thoughts, uh, hate mail, whatever you want to send us. Money. Hate mail. Money. So you can send us money. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for joining me. And uh, we'll talk to you all next time. Later. Bye.